Hey everyone, Ben Morse from Marvel here, Editorial Director of Digital Media, and I am joined for a special podcast by the brains behind Lego Marvel Superheroes 2. We've got Arthur Parsons. Uh, hello, I'm Arthur Parsons, and I've just had an amazing panel at New York Comic Con. Yeah, you absolutely did. We're going to talk all about it. We've also got Kurt Busick with us. Kurt, how are you? Hi there, I'm Kurt Busick. I'm doing great, and I've just watched Arthur have an amazing panel. <laughs> Arthur, what was so great about the panel? It really was like the, the crowd loved it. You guys were a big hit. It was a big, great success. What, what made it good? Um, for me, it's seeing um, silly. I mean, it sounds silly because I've seen those um, trailers and cutscenes like time and time again, but seeing them on a huge screen with the volume cranked up and then seeing people's reactions to them, um, it's that can cutscene especially, it's just, it's epic because it's all that hard work from myself and the team of, you know, 150, 200 people finally seeing it come to the end um, and seeing people that are genuinely excited to go out and, and buy and play the game. Now, Kurt, you're new to the Marvel Lego family, to the Lego family. How's it been? How's the transition been? It's it's been a little weird with you know getting used to just those those hands yeah. um, and and having things snap onto your head. But uh, I, I think I'm, I'm I'm getting used to it. Um, it's been a it's been a lot of fun. The the team has been great in terms of uh, uh, you know uh, helping me understand what they need and uh and and you know adopting silly suggestions of mine uh and finding a way to make them work uh i'm very much a a, a gaming outsider um but uh you know i'm a marvel insider and a story insider so we hopefully have made some uh, some nice alchemy with that yeah. arthur you guys revealed a ton of stuff during the panel what was some of your favorite things to show to the crowd and what did you think of their reaction <laughs> uh, for, for me, I think it, it was revealing some of the, the more obscure characters. Mm-hmm. You know, the living Totem yeah. is a character that... He looks cool. He's so good. Yeah. And, and the, the Lego build of him is so good. Very um, cool. The mission that he appears in, in a Gwenpool mission, people are, are going to enjoy seeing what he does. I won't say any more than that. But um, things like that and seeing people's reaction as well, just like going through the diversity of characters like that, characters like Arizona Annie that's like so old school it's unreal. And then things like Chipmunk, Hunk and Koi Boy who are like bang up to date. And that's what the game is. Lego allows us to bring all of that together into one great game. Kurt, same question. What was your favorite thing that got revealed on the panel and what did you think of the reaction from the crowd? Hell cow. Yeah. <laughs> Can't go wrong with hell cow. It's a cow. That's a vampire. What, what, you know, what could be better than that? I, I have no answer for you. What could be better than that? Uh, the, the, <laughs> the, the Supreme Cycle, which is also yeah. in the game. Yes. That, of course, is straight from one of Kurt's stories from Avengers Forever. Arthur, how, what was the decision made to go with this Kang-centric story? And when you did, why did you guys bring Kurt on as uh, the writer of the game? After all, I screwed up the uh, comics. Why well, screw up the game? <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, I've always liked Kang. I, I, I've, I've always had this, um, this love of a guy that, you know, he's from the future with 40th century tech, and he could just vaporize people. Yeah. And he could just like click his fingers and everything's gone. But but he doesn't. He's like, no, I'm gonna just I'm gonna actually go toe to toe with the best of the best when they are at their prime, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna defeat them like that. And and obviously, and when I don't, I'm gonna reverse time and do it again and do it again yeah, and yeah. do it again. And I will be the best of the best. And there's something really admirable about 
about the way he carries himself as a villain. I, I, I really like that. Um, and the fact that he can control time allows us to just do anything. You know? And as well as that, any kind of dude that flies around in a giant sword, um, they've, they've <laughs> kind of okay. got my vote. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I, I just think Kang's someone that hasn't really had their time in the, in, in the kind of more mainstream spotlight. Um, and for me, as someone who loves comics, I, I absolutely love Kang Dynasty. It's one of my favorite story arcs uh, and Avengers Forever. And I think being able to take those two as inspiration um, to, to, to make a great story, um, which is you know something that's pretty new for a Lego game, is having such a focus on, on authenticity in a story. Um, yeah, that's what we wanted to do. And then in a conversation with Bill, of which I've had um, a, a kajillion, um, <laughs> I, he just sort of said, well, why don't we actually ask Kurt to get involved? And yeah. it, it, it was just, yeah, why not? Why, why shouldn't we? We never even considered it. Yeah. Um, and, and thankfully, Kurt said, yeah. And, and, and that's the thing about the story. It, it could be a comic book story. Yeah. It, it's, that, it's that good. It's that authentic. Kurt, you said something on the panel that stuck with me, that when you were doing Avengers Forever, when you were doing King Dynasty, it was important to you to make King kind of an A-list villain. Why did you think that was an important task to take on? Well, when I when I started writing Avengers, um, uh, I think that the, the the Avengers hadn't really felt like the Avengers in a while. Um, uh, they'd been in the Heroes Reborn cycle, and 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 before that, the the the, uh, the treatment of the Avengers was kind of let's make them more like the X Men because the X Men are popular. And I wanted to get back to this is what the Avengers are supposed to be. Let's get them to where they're supposed to be and just put the pedal to the metal and go and. So so, you know, my my uh, uh, several of the things I had on my list to do were uh, take take the best Avengers villains and and buff them up and, and and show them in the spotlight how cool they are. So we did an Ultron story. Um, we did uh, we did two Kang stories. Um, uh, we did a Graviton story. Um, uh, and and to my mind, um, uh, uh, Kang is one of the top three Avengers villains. Right. And uh, maybe in the ten years before I did Avengers, I, I, I don't think he really got the respect he deserves. Um, so so I wanted to say, no no no, this is it. Take a look. <laughs> This is this is what excuse me. Um, this is what Kang is all about, and this is why he's so cool. Um, and I think that in Avengers Forever we made that statement. Yeah. Um, and then in in Kang Dynasty it was a case of okay, having made that statement, what's the next step? What would he do beyond that? What's the what's the uh, you know where's the dynasty for a conqueror? You know, is he is he building for the the future, um, uh, and uh, uh, so so it's just a matter of, of digging into the best of Avengers history and trying to trying to do the, the the next great thing with it. Arthur, for people who enjoyed the first Lego Marvel superheroes game, who enjoyed the Lego Marvel's Avengers game, what are they going to see in this game that's familiar? What are they going to see in this game that's brand new? 
Uh, so familiarity is going to come from um, personality, mm-hmm. um, the, you know, the vibrancy and the personality of every one of the characters. Um, they'll be familiar in terms of there's Lego bricks, but but in terms of uh, of, of other things, we've kind of tried to change everything up. Um, we've gone and made a far more diverse story roster. Um, so it's you know it's a mixture of great characters. Um, that are really going to be punching straight away and everything that, that you play and, and my takeaway because I've, I've played it through in its final version recently because we've just tied the knots on it um, it's the vibrancy of colour every single level is bright and colourful in terms of the cast of characters you know you imagine you're going uh, in to, to battle against uh, some sort of villain and, and you'd think things would be dark and gloomy, but you know you're going in as you know, you've got you've got She-Hulk, you've got Kamala Khan, you've got a couple of versions of Spider-Man, and all these different cool outfits are just popping, and it's just so energetic to play, um, which I find really unusual. You know, I've worked at TT a long time, and mm. you don't necessarily always get that vibrancy because the cast is changing level to level. It it, it really is epic, um, but I think people have noticed loads of changes. Uh, this awesome story is, is non-linear so there's areas where you can branch off and play in different oh, cool. ways um, there is uh, a four player multiplayer grandmaster mode uh, which is cool, there's an awesome new customizer. Um, there's so many cool hidden things and improvements um, re- relating to characters and roster and um, and, and Gwenpool missions and, and gameplay styles And I, I think if anyone liked either of the previous LEGO Marvel games they will not be able to help themselves but love this one. Um, and I, I, I'd like to think that anyone that, that was maybe on the fence about any of the previous games, this one will just kick them over the other edge, uh, over the other side. And, and you know, they will, you know, any kind of affinity for anything Marvel, this game's going to kind of tick those boxes. And uh, also, um, you, you know, you were asking what would be familiar. Yeah. Um, the Marvel superheroes, Lego Marvel superheroes, ends with the Guardians of the Galaxy heading off on a mission. Yes. This one starts this with the, the Guardians of the Galaxy doing that mission. When we come back to Earth and we see the Avengers, they're dealing with stuff from the previous game. Oh, this cool. is this is this is this is the next story. Yeah. You know, I don't think it's literally the next day, um, but it it's uh, it's. It's a whole new story, but it's also chapter two. So, so uh, uh, just as the great Marvel comics, um, you know, the Galactus story starts uh, with uh, the the Fantastic Four leaving the Great Refuge after meeting the Inhumans, and oh, here's this other thing. Um, this has that that feeling, that flavor. Uh, the place you were in with the characters at the end of the last game is the place you start out at the beginning of this game. It's a pretty nice there. Arthur, is there anything you want to uh, add before we take this home? Uh, no, I just I just hope everyone uh, enjoys. This has been a, a labor of love by a lot of people for yeah. a, a long time. Um, and we are all you know Marvel fans, and, and I would really hope when people play it, they can see it's our passion that's gone into this yeah. uh, to make an amazing game that, that I'm really proud of. When can I? I mean, people get it. <laughs> when can you? Uh, uh, the game's out November the 14th, so right around the corner. Um, there's an amazing amount of content in the base game. There is a season pass if people want to buy it. I'd hope they would because he's got Runaways, Cloak and Dagger, yes. a load of MCU-inspired stuff. Um, but yeah, I just want people to pick the game up, enjoy it. November the 14th, um, and, uh, and let us know how you enjoy it. Perfect. Any final thoughts, Kurt? 
I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how people react to the game. I, I you know, the true test of a story is when it hits the audience, mm-hmm. and everybody who's who's seen it and uh, uh, played pieces of it so far seems to be really excited. So I'm I'm looking forward to to how the real you know the real audience reacts when it hits. Very cool. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you. This is Marvel, your universe. <laughs>